Hello, and welcome to episode 23 of Silly Talks About Science Fiction. This week, our podcast is brought to you by Kaiser Sudsei. Our beer is protected from up on high by the Prince of Darkness. Thank you, Kaiser Sudsei. <laughs> Conveniently located on Route 309 in Orfield, Pennsylvania. Hi, I'm Jeff Ritman. And I'm Kristen Kist. And we are the co-authors of a silly science fiction comedy series called Prison Dad. And today, we're here to talk to you about... Getting, getting sauced in space. That's right, getting sauced in space. Now, this was uh, an older podcast idea that that we had, and we kind of forgot about it. And we were reminded by a friend of the show, Joe Mason, up in Maine, Maina, and he uh, I can't talk like a Maine. <laughs> he reminded me about it, and uh, yeah, so we we decided uh, decided to, to bring it, break it back out. So we have we have a, a lot of booze to talk about today. Oh yeah! Unfortunately, we're both under the weather and don't have any booze. Yeah, not right now. No, <laughs> maybe later. Perhaps. So we let's start in 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 Star Trek because I, we feel that like Star Trek really has the most amount of booze. Because Captain Kirk had to you know use the LPR liquid panty remover. <laughs> he didn't need it. And all the alien ladies. <laughs> It's always Scotty. Scotty was always drinking in the original series. He always had like <laughs> oh, bottles so of booze. Stereotypical. Yeah, I know. He's from you know the Irish, the Irish. British Isles. Uh huh. Yeah. Yep. All right. So um, let's talk about Romulan ale. So Romulan ale is is really strong. Uh, it's illegal to to drink Rom Ooh, to to drink Romulan naughty, ale, but yeah, you know, people have been gifted. You know, Kirk's gifted one by Bones in an episode, and. Oh, my. Uh, uh, you know, I think Riker was gifted some too. Very strong. It can't be replicated. Weird. Yeah, it, it can't can't run it through the replicator. Uh, it's blue in color, and and based upon the vintage of it, it's a different shade of blue. Blue drinks always kind of weirded me out, to be honest. There's a, a bar okay. in college that always served those long beach island iced tea. <laughs> they were these. They were like two bucks, and they came in this like big thing, like, basically like a silly straw. Coming out of it. When I was in college, I had a bottle of blue curacao under my bed for like a year because every time I went to go do something with it, I was like, no, no, <laughs> no I'll just wait and go out. I've actually had Romulan ale. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I was Fun in time. Vegas in 2008, and this is still when the Hilton in Vegas had the, um, the Star Trek kind of like museum. That's fun. Yeah, and they served Romulan ale in Quark's Bar there, and, um, it was uh, based. I think it was just Michelob. <laughs> was it at least blue? I don't remember. <laughs> I don't think so. That's great. I think it just had the label, like glue sticked on over top of the no! other, like the Michelob. Oh, cheesy! I have a. I found a picture of it before this. I was gonna make that be the picture on the on the website for the podcast. Oh, no. Moving on. The the most the most um familiar alcohol in the Star Trek universe, though, is Synthahol. Yeah! So, Synthahol, you know, it's a, it's a favorite drink of, you know, at 10 Forward and at a Quark's Bar. Synthahol can be replicated. So, you know, if you need a drink, you just go over to the replicator and say, you know, give me some Synthahol. And there you go. You can get plastered all you want. And as plastered as you get, there's no hangover involved yeah, with Synthahol whatsoever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was invented by the Ferengi. A little bit of uh, trivia there for you. 
Good time. So, yeah, you know, everyone kind of drinks us in the hall and, you know. Parties like rock stars. Mm-hmm. There's always a party going on at 10 Forward on the Enterprise. Always. Mm-hmm. I, I'd rather drink at 10 Forward than drink at Quark's Bar. Because Quark's Bar just seemed to, like, there was always something weird going on there. Mm. Just saying. Yeah. So blood wine is another alcohol we find in the Star Trek universe. Sounds pretty gross. Uh, yeah. Blood wine is a Klingon drink, as we know. It's uh, made from the blood of the animals in the Klingon homeworld. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Those Klingons, man. Worf used to drink prune juice by saying it, 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 would, it just tasted just like uh, blood wine. Blood wine is extremely strong and can be dangerous if you drink too much of it. Whoops. Pretty much like anything, mm-hmm. but this is All probably way in more. Moderation. Yeah. Um, so the, those are the three main boozes I find in the Star Trek universe. Uh, a non-booze is uh, Ractagino. And I loved how on Deep Space Nine, everyone was all about the Ractagino. It's Klingon coffee, if you don't know. So Cisco loved it, and then um, you know everyone was always ordering it. I think of um, the the Tribbles episode of DS Nine where they go back in time, and they they try to order Ractagino from the bar on the space station. The guy had no idea what it was. Aww, it was kind of funny bummer. But that's they went back to the time where you know where the it was, the Federation and the Klingons weren't close. There were more enemies at the time. Mm. So that covers that covers Star Trek for what we what we want to say. You know, I'm sure we missed something. But those are the ones that stick out most in our mind. Moving on, let's talk about Harry Potter. Yay! Alright. Start with uh, some butterbeer. Amazingly delicious stuff. Yep, I've had it. I have too. At Universal. To Universal. It was pretty much soda. There's a, it <laughs> kind of, but actually, but it's really cool because it's a proprietary recipe that you can only get there. And they have, like, this magical foam on it that, like, doesn't dissipate. I don't mm-hmm. know how they make it, it's but magic. it's amazing. And it's really delicious. <laughs> I really liked it because I didn't think it was, like, overly sweet. I was afraid it was going to be, like, drinking, like, a big cup of butterscotch because of how J.K. <laughs> describes it in the books. But right. actually, it had, like, a really mellow, like, cream soda type flavor. Yeah, it tastes like it was cream really soda. good. Yeah, I could totally have drank it all day. They also had an ale there, although... You know, they do drink ale in the Harry Potter verse, but it's not like a specifically named one. But she has a proprietary beer blend that's only available as well at the Universal theme park. Right. It's really good. It's true. It's true. Anyway, there is alcohol in butterbeer. There is alcohol in butterbeer, but not in the butterbeer that they serve in the park. Right. Um, but in but in the Harry Potter verse, yes. So, you know, the kids don't really drink it until they're like in their last couple years at school. Mm-hmm. Um, they obviously they go to the pub and have it. Um Gets house elves drunk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it gets Hermione a little tipsy the first time. Oh, right, She yeah. has it because she gets mad and about Ron getting angry that Ginny's <laughs> snogging somebody. <laughs> Dean Thomas, I think. Oh, yeah, look at you. Hermione gets, wants to snog Ginny Ron, Ginny was obviously. always about the older boys. Oh, yeah. Ginny was always spicing it up. Butter, but anyway, butterbeer. Butter beer. Beer uh, you can serve it warm or cold. Mm-hmm. And it's said to have a warming feeling as you drink it. Oh, yeah. I did not feel that way when I was at Universal in October. It was, no. it was kind of chilly. I didn't feel warmed, but I certainly enjoyed it a lot. Very much so. And so, you know, J.K. Rowling, did, you know, did, we said that, you know, she said, like, the taste described as, as pretty much butterscotch. Yeah. It just sounds fun when you think about it. Yeah. Butterbeer. Butter Every time they were drinking it in the... In, like, the books, I always wanted to, like, make my own. I know. Me too. So I would go get, like, butterscotch schnapps and put it, <laughs> put it in some cream soda and pretend. <laughs> you didn't, like, put in some, like, lager or anything? Um, I don't know if I ever tried that, to be honest. I'm sure I, I'm I did probably when I was in law school at some point. But oh, yeah? 
why not? You know, I still have this, like, bottle of butterscotch schnapps because I bought it, like, and made my own fake butterbeer twice, and then I was like, yeah. Was it downstairs? Yeah. We should do something fun with that later. Yeah, we should. Yeah. You know, you can always make slippery nipples. That That's, like, Bailey's and, and butterscotch schnapps. So. Good to know. Mm-hmm. Right? Yep. Fire whiskey is another drink from the Harry Potter-verse. Right. So this one is specifically age-limited, 17 and under, not allowed to purchase it. Right. It's naughty stuff. They drink it after um, Harry escapes from his house on Privet Drive, Mm -hmm. and everybody pretends to be Harry, and Mm -hmm. George gets shot in the ear. I think so, yeah. George. And obviously, um, Mad Eye Moody dies. Right. And they all drink some fire whiskey in his honor. Mm -hmm. Pour it out for your homies, right? Yep, yeah, yeah, of course, of course. So, fire whiskey burns when you drink it and. Causing (laughs) a burning sensation when drunk sounds like a pharmaceutical commercial. Pretty much. (laughs) And it causes you to feel more courageous than normal. Just like. Real. Humans think alcohol does for us, but actually it just makes you more idiotic. We have some fun drinks in our in our in our books, uh, Prison Dad. Right. Uh, we have some fun sci-fi drinks. Uh, the the most notable one is that our crew is always going after hot mess cinnamon whiskey. Yes, this you can is... go to hotmesscinnamonwhiskey dot com. I keep getting emails of people trying to sell me whiskeys on it. It's yeah, not a real product, and we don't actually want to make it into no. a real product. We, we well maybe. Made... Maybe, I mean, maybe if we found, like, the right opportunity, but but personally, Jeff and I are not sitting around concocting no. spicy whiskey in our free time. I've, I've only ever had any of those, like, hot cinnamon whiskey. Like, I don't, that one time you brought over a little bottle for, like, New Year's or something. Yeah, as, as a joke. And then there was, like, thing. another one, like, in my fridge, and, like, I tried to put something in a shelf, and I couldn't see the bottom of the shelf, and I'm like, what's blocking this? I'm like, oh, it's hot mess cinnamon whiskey. Yes, I have a bottle of fire Fireball in my freezer again. How's that going? That I've never drank <laughs> any of. <laughs> and this was made. We made this product up basically to make fun of Fireball because right. when we first started writing these stories and actually like writing them as stories and not just telling them to each other, um, at that point in time, people were all that's what the Fireball, fireball craze. And, and now everybody knows how gross it is. Yeah. It is gross. I mean, it, it literally like makes you want to die. Right. Um, our hot mess is probably not as bad. I mean, you could, no. if you went a little too crazy with it, it probably would make you really sick, but Les has magical, um, attributes to his blood, which allow him <laughs> to drink indefinitely and never get sick. Um, but anyway, so. But hot mess does cause bad decisions to be made. It absolutely does. Um, you know, it comes in some fun different flavors yes, that we made yes. up. Not just hot mess and whiskey. That. We have, uh, we have, uh, you may remember if you read the Squirrelicane. That they were drinking the hot mess pumpkin smash. Yes. Also, um, we got hot mess cinnamon tequila. Yep. Hot chocolate mess, which mm-hmm. I'm going to be adding to an upcoming story. Mm-hmm. Then, um, just because that sounds really gross. There's hot mess for the holidays, which is a spicy peppermint hot mess liqueur, which shows up in our prey shark story. Right. That one's free on our website, or it's in um, in a uh, stuff and things, things and stuff things collection and stuff. one. Um, also Irish hot mess, which is a potato based vodka with tiny candied shamrocks. <laughs> Delicious. That also shows up in, um, let's get in things and stuff, things and stuff. In the, in that story. That's in the uh, leprechaun story, which is also on our website for free. Right. So, uh, yeah, that, that, that's hot mess in whiskey. It's always fun to ha- to write them drinking it. Oh yeah. And come up with like other thing, other types of hot mess. Yeah. That they could be drinking or have hot mess sponsor things. Yes. Yes. The Hawaii, there's a upcoming story where they, they went, um, a Hawaiian vacation sponsored by Hot Mess Cinnamon Whiskey. So right. 
That's funny. Um, the beer that our character is always drinking is a uh, lager brand lager. Right. We had to make it something totally, you know, generic. Generic, and because I always thought it was funny. What is that movie? Maximum Overdrive or something? Yes. Stephen King with Emilio Estevez and everything he eats just has like whatever it is in the <laughs> container, like sandwich, food, <laughs> sandwich, or drink, like. <laughs> Um, so Lager Brand Lager is kind of like our ode to Yingling Lager, because when we were, like, 21, no one drank anything other than Yingling Lager, so that yep. was kind of, like, our, our node to to that. Um, it's bottled in the Lehigh Valley. <laughs> yeah. It's our friend's, like, go-to beer. Right, that's what they always drink, that's what they serve at O's. Right, yeah, um, everywhere they go. Um, it comes in several different brews, such as there's Lady Lager. Right, we thought that was like kind of funny. You're lighter. Right, yeah, you're it's like light beer, because you always beer. see, like, women, you know, drinking the light beer. There's a Lager Ambassador Reserve, yes, which is which your... Yes, they serve at fancy events. Fancy like, events, Like yeah. when Sarah's boss has his um, mm-hmm. cocktail party on right. his boat. There's, like, that mom. rich girl in the chugger. Story they, that they was had serving the lager yeah. ambassadors. Or There's a couple other ones too. We I just didn't we didn't note them note them for this. No, time, we'll but... probably come up with other ones in oh, the yeah. future as well. We, we should probably do like a dark lager or something, mm-hmm. you know, like a porter. A non-alcoholic drink we have in our stories also is uh, the sploogy. Yes, we wanted to do <laughs> our own like a uh, squishy or slushy, so we went for sploogy. because it sounds gross. Um, <laughs> basically, the the sploogy is served at Snack Smart. Like all other, um, you know, Seven Eleven type be- beverages, it is absolutely not good for you, and is mostly just sugar and ice. No one knows really what's in the Splugee, but it's kind of gross when people start drinking and adding stuff to it. Comes in a couple, yeah, a couple flavors. We got a uh, grape, cherry, uh, Snack Smart brand cola, and beet. Inexplicably, beet. Yeah. While we're in the. In the the market of talking about like a non-alcoholic sci-fi drink, we should definitely talk about Slurm from Futurama. So Slurm is a highly addictive uh, soft drink. Fry loves it. Fry Fry really gets addicted to it. Um, you know, it's sponsored by uh, Slurm's McKenzie, which is a, you know a party uh, party worm, always drinking. Oh yeah, <laughs> Slurm. There's an episode where Fry drinks so much of it he starts to glow green. Yikes! That can't be good. So uh, no, but. We we know how slurm is made in Futurama though. Slurm is uh made from the secretions from the anus of a wormulin queen. Ew. So uh but even after Fry finds out what it's made from, he still can't drink it. And uh even the you know, the slurm queen still appears to be addicted to it too. Ew, <laughs> comes from her own butt. <laughs> oh. So that's slur- slurm is green in color. Yeah. Green, I think, yeah. It's uh, pretty pretty funny. Back to the booze, though. Right. Um, another green-colored booze is uh, Ambrosia from Battlestar Galactica. This is like a, you know, a favorite drink of the crew. It's one they talk about pretty much all the time. You know, Colonel Ty is always sauced in space on uh, <laughs> Ambrosia. Uh, it was originally made by prisoners, and usually it was used to be aged about a hundred years. But something tells me that you know, when you're on the run from the robots, it's probably um, yeah, you probably, don't have time to soak no. those barrels for nope. years and years on end. You just gotta make it and go. Make it and go. Um, Switching back to non-alcoholic, we're right. gonna talk about True Blood. We had to talk about True Blood because they named the whole show after this stuff. So basically. Um, it was originally created as a synthetic blood um, for by Japanese scientists for um, you know obviously for transfusions and um, human medical purposes. But um, 
vampires realize that they could bottle this stuff and actually come out of the coffin and be around other people because they could drink this, right, instead of uh, eating people. Yeah. Hey, and that's um, always helpful. Yeah, especially, yeah, if you're trying to mainstream your life, it's good if you don't eat the people that you're supposed to be spending time with. Mm-hmm. Um, a it's lot a of people like to serve it warm so that it's like real blood, which is pretty gross, but, you know, I get it. Makes sense. Um, it comes in all the blood types, so, you know, you can get some type O negative if you want. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and it doesn't really get I'm you drunk, positive but... I'm a myself. But, um, be positive. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, you know, if vampires drink enough of it, they could probably be pretty happy, because they do get stronger when they drink blood. It's not as potent as human blood, so there's a lot of vampires that still do like to mix in the real stuff. Right. Um... But they can live off of it, and it allows them to be in mainstream society. So that's True Blood. And actually, you can buy True Blood from HBO.com. One of my friends bought me a bottle once, but I, I never drank it. I just kept it. Is it um, no, um, my par- my parents lost it when we moved. But oh. Essentially, um, I was going to say, we should mix it with some butterscotch liqueur. And just vomit everywhere. <laughs> It's supposed to be, so um, my friend actually that bought it, she bought herself some too, and I just got one of the bottles from her, which was really nice of her, but um, it's basically like uh, like a blood orange soda, and apparently like they add something to it so it's like thicker, and it's, like, oh, it's really dark red in color when you pour it out. Um, she said it was kind of gross when she drank it, <laughs> so um, I just kept it because I thought the bottle was I remember cool, they started but... selling it so quick too, I remember like... There was so much True Blood merchandise during that oh, first yeah. season because they knew they had like a hit, right? And there was there was like so much merch and like that was like the number one thing was like actually buying True Blood. And I was like, ah, I don't know about that. Yeah. Then you're like, hey Jeff, check out what I got. <laughs> I didn't drink it though, but it was kind of cool to have it. Um, I still have like a thousand True Blood T-shirts. Um, anyway, I hadn't noticed that sarcasm. Um, yeah, I got that Team Edward shirt. Listen. <laughs> I'm listening. I'm not taking your judgment. <laughs> Did I judge you? I I enjoyed that movie when it came out. Movie? And sweatshirts are dang cozy. Are they? Yeah. yeah. No, I'm not going to apologize to mm-hmm. anyone for that. There was a night where we were writing and I was kind of chilly and you offered to let me wear the Team Edward. Mm-hmm. I would have given you a different sweatshirt, but you just teased me so much about it. I was like, how about you rock the Team Edward sweatshirt? I chose to freeze instead. <sighs> yes. Should I stop making fun of you now? No, it's fine. I'm not. Lo- I'm not <laughs> pretending like uh, like I I didn't watch those movies when they came out. Back oh, to the I podcast. Uh, in mm-hmm. in Age of Ultron, they're uh, they're celebrating their you know oh yeah big defeat of uh, yeah. the Hydra base, and Thor brings out some uh, Asgardian liquor. Oh yeah, he's trying to get everybody to drink some shot 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 shot. <laughs> Instead, it was aged for a thousand years and not meant for mortal men. Well, clearly, because it has to wait that long to ferment. I mean, <laughs> gone several lifetimes over. We don't know anything <laughs> much more about it than like it's a Stan Lee's cameo, pretty drunk. Yeah, you like, warns him, but he yeah. says, you know, that he can take it because he's, <laughs> you know, was involved in D-Day, and then you know, there you go. Yeah. So you kept trying to be a tough guy. Mm-hmm. But anyway, you know, Thor enjoys that, enjoys making his friends drink it so he can embarrass <laughs> them with the fact that it doesn't affect him in the same way. Didn't really affect the Captain America, right? I, yeah, I guess Cap probably only had a little bit. Cap strikes me as the kind of guy that's never going to get sauced, you know? I don't, I don't think that's his way of being in the world. Now, Tony 
Stark will drink up some whiskey and... Yeah, he's always... He, you know, he has a drink, you know. I could see the Hulk, him, you, know? you know, losing uh, his way occasionally. And, I can't see Bruce Banner really drinking. Really? I don't know. I could see, um, you know, Black Widow having a nice drink. Oh, sure, yeah. Well, because she's, she's at the bar in the one scene in Ultron. Yeah. And she's talking to Hulk. Hulk's drinking then. Maybe he is. Yeah. But, I mean, you know, Cap, I think, is the kind of guy I could see him, like, drinking a beer at the ballpark. But he's not <laughs> He's not going to be one of those, like, moody guys that, like, stays up all night drinking, like, a bottle of Jack or something. <laughs> Tony would do that, but... My kid has this recent obsession with Captain America. It's, it's really cute. really awesome. America, America. America. I bought him, like, a first words of reading Captain America book. That's cute. Yeah. And he was leaving today with his Captain America shirt and hat on. He's just like, America, Aww. America. I was like, yeah, that's awesome. Aww. All right, all right. Uh, Clockwork Orange. I am. Molico Milk Plus. Did I say that right? Molico Plus, yeah. They, oh, mo- yeah, just plus. It's yeah. milk, but they put drugs in it. Yeah, it's like barbiturates laced. Mess. Laced milk to, uh, you know, milk with knives in it. Yeah. yeah, so they drink that up, and then they are free to attack old ladies with giant penis statues to their heart's content. Puts the boys in the mood for a little of the ultra-violent. Right? Put their crazy eyelashes on. Yikes. That was a creepy movie. Very yeah, interesting. It really was. Quite creepy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very difficult book to read. I did not. I don't know if I ever tried to read that one. Mm. I don't think I had to read that. That and train spotting, reading Tra- the accent. Train spotting, I did have to read for one of my classes when I was an English major. And it, you know what it is? Train spotting was so hard to read until I just pretended like I could hear them talking yes, in my head. Yes, exactly. And then I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> That's It works with Shakespeare, too, guys, in case anybody's <laughs> out there having trouble with reading comprehension. Just picture um. the, just hear the voices. <laughs> So in Twin Peaks, in the second season, they, they go to a bar and Judge uh, Sternwood orders up a black Yucatan sucker punch. Yeah. It's a Twin Peaks local specialty. Speciality. I don't know. Yeah, we don't have any idea what's in it, but... Uh, There's some speculation online what's in it. It's like a bunch of whiskeys. Yeah, whatever <laughs> it is, it's probably dangerous, and whoever drinks It'll it... will sneak up on you, is what he says. Probably helped kill Laura Palmer. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you get um, your your most multiple personality. Oh yeah, ooh, that. I love that show, but dang, that was scary. Ooh, Bob, ooh, that guy creeped me out. Ooh. <laughs> Crazy stuff. Log lady was probably a big fan of uh, the Yukon. Oh yeah, sucker punch. Yeah, she was pretty weird and out there. Um, here's another fun. Fun, uh, fun drink is Flamin' Mo. Yeah, Flamin' Mo. Now, this drink I would like to try in real life, only just to like say that I tried it. There are recipes out there. So the Flamin' Mo. Sure it's disgusting. <laughs> we know the Flamin' Mo from The Simpsons. Obviously, uh, mm-hmm. we're dealing with uh, you know it's crusty brand cough syrup. And um, what happened was Homer. It was like during a snowstorm, and like Homer was out of beer, so he just took like a bunch of liquors and mixed it all into one thing, and put in. Um, uh, his kid's cough syrup by accident. Right. And then accidentally lit it on fire. Because he's Homer. Because he's Homer. And, and then, then somehow uh, it tastes delicious. <laughs> it tastes delicious. <laughs> or at least to Homer. <laughs> and then Mo learns how to make it at his bar. And then completely cuts Homer out of everything. Mm-hmm. And Moe's becomes this big famous thing. And then Homer exposes the secret and everybody's making a flaming Moe yep. all around town. And there's As little these carts things and stuff. happen. 
Because... It was wrong with what Mo did. Oh yeah, Mo was a jerk. Yeah, but, you know, recipes are typically not you know proprietary. So once somebody figures it out, you can reverse engineer it and do whatever you'd like. Uh, let's talk Firefly for a minute here. Firefly, they're drinking um, uh, Mother's Milk in the episode of uh, Jamestown. Yeah, this fan, stuff fan favorite episode. Sounds really dangerous. It's basically liquid bread. Right. So um, it's, uh, you want to read that? Apparently it has all the proteins, vitamins, and carbs of your grandma's best turkey dinner, plus 15% <laughs> alcohol. <laughs> so if that doesn't make you want to throw up, I don't know what would. That's awesome. <laughs> There's some gross recipe for it that I found online, Yeah, too. we were reading it. We were it's just like, like oatmeal and sarsaparilla <laughs> and, like, some, like, tiger protein bar stuff. I'm like... How about no? How about no? <laughs> it said that this is based off. It's similar to what the ancient uh, ancient Egyptians uh, they would give to their slaves when they were building the pyramids, right? Because it probably gave minus them... the booze. No, because no, it, it was an, yeah, because it was it was like something that filled them up, so like a real heavy beer. But then it knocked them out at night, so that they wouldn't get into trouble. They would just sleep, and then they would get up and do work again. Go back to the the pyramids. Yeah. See, if, just it just goes to show you, if you ply people with enough beer, you can make them do almost anything. Yes. It's a dangerous concoction. Right. This Anywho. Is yeah, basically. <laughs> Moving on. Moving on. To, uh... Anaconda Malt Liquor. Anaconda Malt Dynamo. Liquor, it's, um... It gives you, ooh. Yeah, but does it really? No. Does it really? No. So... This is from like a movie called uh, Black Dynamite, me. which, in my opinion, Black Dynamite is, uh, it's, it's totally science fiction. It, it really is. Yeah, it's pretty it's, crazy. It's, it's, it totally falls into Zany. that realm. Mm-hmm. Black Dynamite is made. There's a cartoon um, of Black Dynamite on um, Adult Swim. I don't know if it's still on. I've only ever caught a few episodes. Every time I caught yeah, one, Yeah, that was funny. Yeah, we watched a yeah, bunch watched one night. Everything the one with on the sharks night. was really funny. <laughs> yes, that's that right. Great. We did watch that one. <laughs> <laughs> But anyway, this stuff is evil, and it's and it was created by the government in order to emasculate African American men by making their wieners small. Mm-hmm. So that's totally not cool. No, it's that's not, not nice. Can't mess with people like that. Government. Yeah, white people. So don't drink anaconda malt liquor. <laughs> don't do it. Then it gives you. There's like another slogan too. It's like it's got all the hops and barley. Yipes! Stuff you shouldn't have. To make you have your life ruined. <laughs> uh, next up is Cadra Cola. This is not a non-alcoholic drink, but it's from The Running Man. Right, and it, there's creepy commercials all throughout the movie for Cadra Cola. Um, Corporate sponsor of The Running Man right. TV show. So, I mean, I assume that it's just like basically like Coca-Cola, like a regular evil soda that probably has some addictive properties to it and all the poor people drink it and watch mm-hmm. The Running Man and sort of don't pay attention to the evils that are going on around them. If you if you never saw The Running Man, right now it's on Netflix streaming. Yeah, it's a great movie. And uh, it's... Um, Com- sort of like a social commentary type thing. And yeah, little, I mean, like if you like... front runner to The Hunger Games, Yeah, I'd Maze say. Runner. If you like those dystopian stuff, you know, why don't you check out what, you know, this 1988 Arnold Schwarzenegger classic. Right. And as you know, it's about manipula- the manipulations of the media. Um, it's about how do you properly punish people who have done crimes. It's sort of about like making fun of ancient Rome, where people would watch people die for fun. But it's a really good movie, and they drink uh, the Cadracola. Cadracola. Yeah. We got two Lord of the Rings, uh, based 
drinks to talk about. First one is the Ent Draught. This is non-alcoholic. It's a nourishing drink that's made from some river water. You're supposed to drink it laying down. That sounds fun. Yeah. Pretty cozy. Mm-hmm. Maybe with a big silly straw. Just, yeah, like Gandalf. It's my second just reference to a silly straw today. Do I really want with to drink a, something with a really a long, straw? like bendy straw? <laughs> yeah. and his beard and his like pipe, and he's like, mm, and draw, la la la, going to bed. <laughs> Better put that pipe out before you go to bed, there, Gandalf. Don't burn the house down. Um, but anyway, so they have fun with that, and then there's a Bartleman's Best, which apparently is a specific type of Middle Earth ale that's served in a pint. So apparently hobbits really dig it because usually they're not served things in pints because they're so tiny. So if they drink this stuff and it comes in a nice big pint, they get uh, nice and sauced. So sauced up hobbits. Sauced up hobbits. Mm-hmm. Now, we were really trying to find some uh, Star Wars drinks because, drinks. you know, there's the cantina, you know, they're at the cantina. Right. We're, we're like, what's there? The and only Maz's thing we could... castle. So they obviously drink alcohol. Right. So, um... You know, we found some stuff that was in, like, the expanded universe, but what we did find was, we don't know how accurate this is, but we found a site that listed, like, the menu of most Isley's Cantina. Right. So we're going to read these off to you because... Some of them are just gross. <laughs> it's kind of awesome, um, though. But, yeah, so you obviously you have your blue milk, which mm-hmm. you see, uh, you know, Luke drinks with uh, mm-hmm. his aunt and uncle. Um, apparently, it's it's... Bantha milk. Yeah. So that's a good time. It's not intoxicating. It's a right. non-alcoholic drink. It's all natural. I always assumed it was like something Bantha healthy milk. because, mm-hmm. you know, he was drinking it with his family. I think everything else is pretty much boozed up here. I guess. I don't know. Tatooine Sunset is an alcoholic drink made of fermented fruit. Alright, that's kind of reasonable. I that could, could hit be. up the Tatooine Sunset. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then there's Jury Juice, which is made from Bantha Hides. Mashed with fermented grains. So it has a sharp flavor. Mm-hmm. If by sharp you mean disgusting. <laughs> I guess it's supposed to be beer, but like, why the Bantha Hides, guys? I, I don't get it. How do I say that? Yatuni Bosca. Yatuni Bosca! Yatuni Bosca is uh, made from. <laughs> made of fermented. fermented dewback sweat. <laughs> it's a very mind relaxing drink. Oh, it sounds disgusting. Why would you ever take someone's sweat and do anything with it? <laughs> yeah. um, there's a Tatuni Junko, which is a powerful hut beverage, which is also mind-relaxing. Mm, very mind-relaxing. You know how Jabba likes to get people drunk so he can control them. Yeah, well, there's the Hut's Delight, which is a colorful slurry of aquatic organisms. That sounds disgusting. Mm-hmm. Like probably plankton what, you know, or something. Maybe that's like what he was eating those fish things out of when he was... Yeah, I always thought those were like little froggies or something. But like space frogs. Space froggies. Space frogs. Because they're little leggies would stick out of his nasty giant mouth. (laughs) Anywho. Anywho, we want to finish today talking about Game of Thrones. Right, so we we looked up some Game of Thrones drinks, but to be honest with you, except for the wine and And the mead, everything kills you. Yeah, it was all (laughs) like... Talk about on Game of Thrones. So some of them... Some of the things make your bowels, like, fail you. <laughs> Some of them turn your insides to basically slush. Are we surprised? No. no. Because George R. R. Martin is always looking for ways to kill people. <laughs> so all of his drinks would have that purpose. So if you find yourself in Westeros... 
don't drink anything Stick except to the wine, wine and, and the mead. mead. Mm-hmm. Although, you know, you're not even really 100% safe with those things. Yeah, probably not. You know, I mean, look what happened Joffrey. to Joffrey yeah, with his wedding cake. Easy. Forget that. <laughs> okay, so we kept this short this week. We had fun talking about getting sauced in space. Uh, if you are listening to it this week, we realize that it takes about two weeks for people to catch up to the podcast <laughs> but uh, if you are listening to it the, currently uh on may 21st mm-hmm. we will be at the gaithersburg book festival in gaithersburg maryland right come find this will be at the chessy con table mm-hmm. we'll be there from 12 to 2 right say hi yeah we'd love to see hello you give around. us a high five yeah or let us know if you have any fun ideas for upcoming podcasts or have any comments on podcasts we've already run yeah sure and yeah we're, we're, we're friendly people most of the time Mm-hmm. You know, uh, we'll have our books. We'll have all four books with us. Right. But in the meantime, uh, you know, if you can't make it out to Gaithersburg, Maryland, you can go to prisondad.com. Check out our other podcasts. And stories. Stories. We've got free stories. Some of them we mentioned on this podcast up there. we got we got four books you can check out. We have merch, too. So if you are really into the this week's podcast and you like talking about a hot mess cinnamon whiskey uh-huh. and lager brand lager, you can go score a t-shirt or a shot glass. You can go to hotmesscinnamonwhiskey.com. Yes, you there's can. really not much there. No, I don't know some. why I pay for it every year. It's just kind of <laughs> funny at the time. <laughs> All right. It's only so people can't rip us off. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's whiskey without the E. Anyway, um, you know, uh, Prost, Skoll, Schlanta, and cheers. Enjoy your favorite space beverages. Yes, and try not to get sauced in space.